Star Wars 7x7 episode 2995. I finally got to go back into Rebel Rising, the novel by Beth Revis that details Jin Erso's life from the time that she was picked up by Saw Gerrera on Lamu up until the time we meet her on Wobani and Rogue One. And I was looking in there for stuff related to Mon Mothma, but there's also stuff in there about Cassian and Saw Gerrera that's worth talking about too. Punch it. Hey Rebel Riser, I'm Alan Boyvod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy, and thank you so much for joining me for it. So when I started looking at Cassie and Andor's backstory and trying to think about how we would approach Andor Mondays and our run-up to the debut of the Andor series, I was looking at stories in which he had appeared. One of them was Rebel Rising. And I went searching for him, but there are no name references to him whatsoever. So it took me a while to circle back around to Rebel Rising and find out just why that was the case. And the reason why is because he's not mentioned my name, but he actually does show up in the book. But the reason why I came back around to it was because I was looking for Mon Mothma references because we're taking time this week to look at Mon Mothma's backstory and I wanted to see if she was mentioned in Rebel Rising, which she is, but her appearance is limited to the same place that Cassian's appearance is limited to, though she is actually mentioned by name. And it's in the epilogue, which is a retelling of sorts of the scenes in Rogue One where Jyn Erso arrives at Yavin 4 and is grilled by General Draven and given the proposition to work with the Alliance to get Saw Gerrera's information and find out about this cargo pilot and her dad and all this stuff, right? But we're narratively inside Jin's head for much of this scene. And though we don't really learn anything about Mon Mothma in this retelling of the scene, we do learn something about Cassian, or at least Jin's reflections on Cassian. That's kind of worth sharing and also ties into what happens in the movie when Bayes and Chirrut are evaluating him. So here's how in Jin's narrative, or the narrative from her perspective, she describes the first encounter with Cassian. Uh, he had dark hair and eyes that crinkled pleasantly even though his expression was grave. There was something about him that reminded her of... She couldn't quite place it, but he had a familiar sort of face, one she immediately wanted to trust. He looked like the kind of man who always got a laugh out of someone. Jin couldn't take her eyes off him. Part of her wondered if he wanted to laugh at her. Part of her wondered if she'd just forgotten the way people's faces should be because there wasn't laughter on Wobani. And that's pretty much it for Cassian and Rebel Rising. Going back to Mon Mothma, she is referenced in Rebel Rising in a time period around 7 BBY, so that would put us at two years before the events of the Andor series. So Jin is 14 years old and in Sagarera's care at this point. One of the things that she likes to do from time to time, in addition to managing her own education, is watch uh, hollow net news feeds and watch recordings of stuff that happens in the Galactic Senate. And there's a reference to her watching speeches made by Mon Mothma and by Bail Organa. And even at 7 BBY, they are trying to call attention to various bad things that the Empire are doing, but it seems to be falling on deaf ears. At least that's the perspective that Jin has for sure, and I'm sure she's probably kind of right about that. 
Meanwhile, there's a person named Idrissa Barak, hopefully I'm getting the pronunciation right, who had been part of Sagarera's partisans but left because she was starting to not be pleased with Sagarera's methods and moved on to sort of forming her own rebellious cell. But she still seemingly has a good relationship with Sagarera and a trusting and trusted relationship because she shows up at one of Saw's hideouts. And by the way, we find out that Saw has more than one hideout. And <laughs> this is a piece of advice that he gives to a Drissa because she says, yep, we're starting to get organized and we've got a base. And he's like, yeah, you need more than one base because if the Empire finds your one base and wipes it out, then you've lost everything. But part of the reason that Idrissa and Saw are still in communication is because Idrissa is trying to find out some information on Saw's behalf about, yes, you guessed it, <laughs> the Death Star, even though at this time Sagarera doesn't know that there's a Death Star, he just knows that Galen Erso was involved in some serious scientific research and somehow kyber crystals are involved with it and somehow certain minerals are involved in it as well. So there's some discussion about a planet in the Sunshi system, which is a first mention and has not been filled in at all, where kyber crystals were discovered and the Empire hollowed out the planet. There's no indication of where in the galaxy this system is at all, even from you know core to outer rim, like no indication. So it's really hard to kind of put a pin in that. Now, this is important for a couple of reasons. So of course, Sagarera is you know, very fascinated by this information and adding it to his collection of stuff. Additionally, it turns out that the Emperor personally invited senators from Alderaan and Chandrala to witness the final transports going off of this planet. And you would imagine that's Mon Mothma and Bail Organa, of course. But the supposed reason for that is as sort of human shields, basically, to make it less attractive a target for any rebellious activity to attack or steal this convoy, this shipment of kyber crystals. And this is where Idrissa and Saw have diverged in terms of their philosophies. Saw basically says, why wouldn't you hit it? You know, even if you ended up harming some senators, isn't that what the Empire is going to do anyway? They're just going to put their own spin on it and claim that you harmed them or put them in harm's way, or if any civilians were hurt, that you intentionally did it. So if they're going to accuse you of it, you might as well just hurt the people anyway to hurt the Empire because they're going to accuse you of doing it anyway. But Idrissa doesn't hold with this philosophy, which is very much like the difference between Saw and Mon that we talked about on yesterday's episode when we were talking about their interaction in Star Wars Rebels where you know she has rules by which she's willing to fight and Saw says oh well you can content yourself with that when the Empire runs rampant over the galaxy. And in the same conversation Idrissa seems to imply that the information she got about this shipment from the Sunshi system came from the senators themselves and that these senators are actually interested in working with her beginning budding little rebel cell. But Saw doesn't want any part of it. He says that bureaucracy is going to undermine his whole operation. And Jin, in watching the Holonet presentations from Mon Mothma and Bail Organa talking to the Senate about the bad things the Empire is doing, Jin thinks to herself that Bail Organa might be one of these people that Idrissa is talking about. She reflects that he looks like he might start a war, but that he wouldn't necessarily be on the front lines for one. 
And the last thing I'll share is something that is a bit of foreshadowing, if you will. So as Idrissa and Saar are having this conversation, they talk about, you know, what the headlines would look like that, you know, partisans are resorting to terrorism and how bad that would be for any efforts to, you know, take down the empire. Well, that's exactly what Saar does a year later. So 6 BBY, which would be when Jin is 15 years old. And the year before the Andor series takes place, there's an event that happens on a planet called Inusagi, where saw you know sets off you know an attack that kills a number of empire people and also injures more but also injures a number of civilians and kills a number of civilians and that is yeah definitely a very horrific situation that he causes and also causes a lot of drama in rebellious circles and whatnot. It's another indication of how Saw is willing to go to lengths far beyond what anybody necessarily thinks is appropriate, whereas he thinks that you know if the Empire can do it, then we've got to fight with the same kind of tactics. The way he tells Adrissa this is that you know they rule by fear, so if we can create fear, then we can create our own control and maybe take over this whole thing, basically. So to summarize, in the year or two prior to the Andor series, Mon Mothma and Bay Organa, one or both of them, are already starting to put out feelers to organized rebel cells to talk about how they can potentially counter the Empire. And not only is Sagarera also active and hunting down information about whatever is going to turn out to be the Death Star, he's also conducting you know, very violent operations and it should be very much on the mind of both the Empire and our rebellious senators as the Andor series begins. And that's what I've got for you on today's episode of the podcast. So it just remains for me to say, thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10 year, 100,000 mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.